0: Hi, this is Nick Tierce, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. April 11th, 9.21 a.m. I woke from a dream where Paulie Shores and I were... I think we had plans. I thought we had plans to go to Cancun, hang out, in um, yeah, I thought we were going to Cancun. And then also, I had plans with my friend Sarah Haynes, um, who ended up changing her name to Sarah Tiana. She's a comedian. And we were going to meet her, I think in Cancun but on the way there while he and I were while Paulie and I were joking around on this bus we were taking a bus like a, like a greyhound bus we were there and this this girl oh oh that's what That's what it was. She... I, okay, okay. I think before we went on this journey, I ended up getting a friend request from a girl who looks like, who resembles the character Joe on Eureka. And I had gotten a friend request from her on Facebook, and while I was before we got on the bus, I was looking at my TikTok and I realized I was already. Follow, I was like, Why did, Why does this woman's pictures look familiar on Facebook? And. So then I went, I'm like, I think she's a friend of mine on TikTok. So I went on a TikTok, and sure enough, I had followed her, and she, she was following me. We were friends with each other on, on TikTok. And so she was there on the bus, we were both flipping out, and I'm going, This is crazy that you're sitting next to us. You just sent me a friend request. We're already friends on TikTok. And then she's telling me that she likes TikToks of mine. Particular, particular ones. And I told her what of hers, I like hers. And so as we're talking, I get the idea that she's going to, she's going up to Cancun and She's flirting with me, or at least I think she is. I've been misguided before, and it just turned out they were. Right, anyway, so I felt like she we were having a really good rapport, and she. She's like, oh, yeah, so are we going to hang out? And suddenly I'd forgotten that I was going to meet Sarah there. In real life, Sarah is married has a kid. So, so... You know, I don't know how that plays into the dreamscape here. So. We, the bus, so she's like, oh. Uh, so the bus pulls in and uh, And I'm like, she's like, oh, so I, I can go with you guys? I said, so you're going to Cancun? And then Pauly goes, no, we're going to Pittsburgh. I go, oh, we're going to Pittsburgh. And I'm like, hold on, we got to go in to this place. Because I, I think the bus was pulling into this place and I got the idea that either I think Paul and I were going to wait around there, but I also I had the idea that because it, it had the vibe of a of a hotel, like it was like a bus depot, but also a hotel of some sort. And so, I think we we're going to. I think we we're staying there for a night before the bus was going to take us up to Pittsburgh, or that. Maybe that place is our destination. I don't know. But I go in to the place I think we're gonna pay for something or something. Or we and all of a sudden At first, I thought it was her. she bent me over to kiss me. You know, she, she kissed me, bent me over, and then we fell in the pool. I thought it was me that she had kissed. But, and, and at that moment, Polly goes running up the stairs into the hotel And, but then I felt myself running with him, and I go. I was like, "Wait." He's like, "Aren't you in the pool?" And I'm, like, I'm like, "What?" Wait, yeah, I thought I, I thought I was. I was confused. I run down, run down the stairs, back out to the pool. It turns out it was a guy who happened to be there with his buddies, and he was the one who kissed her. And he splashed her in the pool and all of a sudden she was wearing her. Oh, but see, that was the weird thing. Because at some point I it felt like I was underwater. I climbed out of it. I was worried that I had my cell phone in my pants. I was worried she had her cell phone in her pants. But anyway, it, that that was not me. That she kissed that went in the pool. Some guy who kissed her they went in the pool. So I'm standing up there, and she's laughing and giggling with the guy, and she's like. looking at me or te- like like that like almost like I because I didn't make a move you know because this guy was the first one to make a move this is now the new path that she's going and so so I'm like oh are you so you're going to st- stay here Or, and she's like, and the guy's like, yeah. And I said, well, how long are you staying here? He's got a few days. And then he's like looking over at her. He's like, yeah, yeah, she's she's going to be staying with me for a few days while I'm here. And I said, oh, all right. And as I'm walking away, I feel something like hit my head. And he's like, oh, sorry, I accidentally threw that, that lemon at your head. <laughs> Didn't mean to hit you or something like that. And I, and then I walked around the pool and I, I know I, I think as I was walking around the pool, I fell into the pool or something. And I got back out of the pool and, and then I woke up. I took one supplemental capsule of the haritaki mushroom last night and uh, slept with the selenite crystal. These, these dreams are getting stronger, so it's really cool. It just would be neat if I could somehow tell these stories linearly. I'll get to the point where I'll be able to just remember it, recall it. Hello, hello. It is 6 p.m. Today's the 15th. Uh, Looks like we got about 70 something days until official. UFO disclosure of course many of you listening most likely already have experienced contact from our star family or seen something up in the sky um we're we're starting to see a lot more sightings now ever since uh ever since we got the um yet another confirmation that we've been um that our government has been in contact with the galactic federation ever since we got confirmation of that um that was on the cusp of 2021. That was right there on the cusp. When my buddy told me about it, it was December 29th. I would say that was a slightly late Christmas present. Um, (laughs) It's pretty cool, huh? So when he told me about it, it was on the 29th. However, uh, I think it was technically... The news was technically released... On January 1st, 2021, which is a, a happy belated Christmas present and a an extraordinary New Year's Day present. So uh, check that out. If you haven't read that article yet, check that out. Look up, um, I think it was the Jerusalem Times. They were the first ones to break the story. It was an Israeli space security chief. It's interesting when you think about that. Space security. You can't help but wonder... um, Why would something like that be invented? Why would a position like that be invented? Space security. Security from what in space? You know, you can't help but wonder. So the what was it? Yeah, Jer- Jerusalem Times. Anyway, that's when they they uh, announced that we have been in contact with the Galactic Federation. Uh, and then it just and then it just and then it just steamrolled from there. More and more sightings. More and more sightings. I don't know if you know. Last night there was a questionable object over the White House. Uh, apparently the websites were down. And then there was a triangular thing that was actually confirmed by the Pentagon. It's it it, it there's there's something that's called Project Blue Beam, I believe. Many, and people have talked about this for a long time. Uh, and by people, I would say those who are labeled as conspiracy theorists by the populace. So as soon as someone is labeled a conspiracy theorist, then it's just thrown into a, a pile it's just, it's like, oh, okay, disregard that information. It's probably just some conspiracy theorist. Rather than actually looking closely at the information and, and kind of thinking about it and really, you know, looking closely at it, looking at the sources. Oh my God, the Mandalorian guy with the Yoda baby is passing by. Yes! Oh my God, dude. I've seen this guy on TikTok. He just passed by. Oh my God, the Mandalorian on a skateboard with baby Yoda on his back. He just passed by. Oh my God, that's awesome it's awesome wow man we are living in quite a world huh wowzers we are living in quite a world I didn't know that guy lived out here oh my god dude he waved to me oh my god I gave him the nanu nanu signal he waved to me oh my god that's brilliant that is so exciting that is so exciting Holy moly. Holy moly. Oh, my God. This is exciting. Had I not decided to go out right now, I'm going to get some money. I'm going to get a haircut. Uh, not? well, oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So. The idea here is that. Um. Since the government has, <laughs> wow, since the government has obtained the uh, the information from our space friends, you know, about the technology and all that jazz, what they're going to do is they're going to stage fake alien invasions. This is part of what they call Project Bluebeam, fake alien invasions. This is something that actually Dr. Stephen Greer has talked about for a long time. And it's been all over the place in various places. Um, and so it's interesting because that's what many people are, are thinking is uh, amping up here with more and more of these UFO sightings to kind of get the, the populace used to these kinds of conversations. Um, it, it, it's been appearing more and more that all of, these, all of these things labeled as conspiracy theories are actually truth. Truth. They're uh, arriving more and more to the surface lately. Quite, quite interesting. So the um, Project Bluebeam is is the idea is that there's going to be a fake alien invasion, and then our military is going to bring down the aircraft, and we're going to be like, oh my gosh, the government! Wow, what what heroes, what heroes? And um, but really, it's a distraction for something else, which I'm not going to get into at the moment. I have I have some theories. Uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, very, very interesting people have been finding me through TikTok due to the, uh, the content I've been putting up there. And so they're, they're, I guess they're feeling safe with me in telling me this information. And one of them is a woman who has a son who I think is a modern day Nostradamus. And so I'm going to interview this kid. He's got tons of information uh, and a, a lot of the stuff that he's been talking about has been matching up perfectly with stuff that his mom has never even told him that he hasn't even heard of so anytime he I guess she feels safe with me to talk you know to talk to me about this stuff she doesn't really have any friends that that she can talk to about this or who will uh, have an open enough mind to uh to uh receive this kind of information and consider it. So so the idea is that there's going to be a fake alien invasion and then uh our government is going to you know knock the UFOs out of the sky, what have you. And uh, and then they're going to look like the big heroes. Big heroes of the day. So, we shall see how it all unfolds. It's really, really quite intriguing. Uh, but anyway, for today... Uh, for today, getting some cashola here. For a well overdue haircut. I kind of want to go for the Keanu Reeves look. It's gotten very long. I want to go for the Keanu Reeves. look He's got sort of long hair, um, but he, but he, um, but, it, but, it, but it's, you know, well, well kept, you know, well kempt. I think that's what they say, kempt. It's funny. I'm wearing this, I'm wearing this mask that I got on Wish. It's a Salvador Dali face mask. And so it's got, his, uh, it's got his mouth with the mustache. <laughs> and this is the first time that I've, I've actually worn it out in, into the populace. So it's, um, it's funny to see people's reactions to me because as, you, as you've probably seen with these face masks that people have gotten, there are, the, there are those custom face masks that people can get where, it's, um, uh, where it, it puts their face on the mask. But in all these cases, it it spreads their face out. It makes it like really wide and strange and very out of um There's something. Hanging out. Door. That person was driving. There was something dragging on their car, and uh, <laughs> this is quite a day. This is quite a day. Oh! Hey there. You like my seven? You know who this is? Yeah. Salvador Dali. It's funny. I ordered this on Wish, and it just—it looks so funny in the mirror. It's like it, the whole thing is just really wide. It looks much different in the picture, but man, I'm getting such a kick out of people looking at me going, "What the heck is that all about?" Um, let's see. Can I have? Um, can I have one of these little guys right here? Yeah. you got a charge on there, which is fine. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. Do you ever watch um, uh, the TV show The Mandalorian? You've never seen it? Do you like Star Wars? Did you like Star Wars growing up? No, no. It's a new Star Wars TV show. There's a guy who dresses like the character in the TV show. He, lo- he looks like one of the characters. He just drove by on a skateboard earlier. It was amazing. It was amazing. Anyway, take care. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so crazy. So, yeah. So that's the thing is that if you guys start seeing these, these alien invasions happening, just know you heard it here well, I don't want to say you heard it here first. I don't know. Maybe you did. Maybe you did hear it here first. Uh, it's also possible that you've already heard this before, and I'm just reaffirming something you've already known. So that's going to be quite a that's going to be quite an interesting thing, right? Like, what? It, it's like can can't you guys just simply admit to the fact that you've been covering up? your knowledge of UFOs, can't you just simply admit to that fact and, and just go, hey, let's become friends with these guys. Why, why do you have to... Why, why, why do you got to have some kind of agenda behind it? You know? The powers that be, just, they just really want to control us. But that's the crazy thing, is that with, with the idea of manifesting your own reality... everything that's happening right now is just one possible moment out of a one possible uh, um, choice out of all the possible choices out there. So knowing that like, like, like for instance today there was there was a version of me that did not go out to get to get money for my haircut. Which means that I would not have seen The Mandalorian. Okay, Or I would have gone out earlier to get the money for my haircut. Or I would have gone out later. Or I would have decided not to get a haircut at all. So all of those possibilities exist simultaneously, all at once at the same time. And the more, the more that we, we realize that we are in charge of our own destiny... That we're just basically, we're picking out moment to moment, choice by choice, the the realities that already exist, okay? Those realities already exist, and we're just inviting them in. It's been said that we blink in and out of existence billions of times a second, billions of times a second. We're in another reality, in another reality, in another reality. So... How interesting is that? We're just surfing along with our highest joys. Some people are driven by fear. Some are driven by worry. Oh gosh, I better not do that because this terrible thing might happen. And... Um, or or people are driven by, you know, excitement. They're driven by um, the, the the things that they want to see happen in their lives. So... Either way, either way, you're right. Right? Either way. You want me to leave this open? Uh, either way, you're right. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, either way, we're we're right. Whatever we're we're choosing at that moment. So um With that Salvador Darling mask I wish. This is the first like I think. This kind of style. It seems tighter against my face. I gotta take it off now. I'm gonna, now I'm in my building. Um. That one was. Uh, that one's a much different kind. Ah, so. Things are moving. Things are grooving. Life is evolving to a point where, uh, you know, all of these unexpected situations are occurring. Um, Maybe you yourself have, maybe you yourself have just thought it was just silly to believe in uh, UFOs. Maybe you thought it was um, a ridiculous notion that there were any other beings out there in the world. Maybe you have personally had friends who claimed to have been abducted or seen things, and maybe you just laughed it off and said, no, 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 they don't know what you're talking about. You were stoned, or you had a, a fever that night, or... Um... Whatever. Um... Some things <laughs> appear to us in the most unexpected, astounding paranormal ways that science uh will most likely never be around to confirm for you and uh so that that's that's kind of like. Your, your own choice to discern, to decide whether it's something that resonates with you or something that doesn't resonate with you. Many times, as we know, the power of persuasion, the power of pressure, peer pressure, many times we've heard all about that. I do this because of that. I do this because of that. There was a great oh gosh, there's a short story. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? was it John Steinbeck oh. there's a story where I remember reading it in eighth grade, and it was such a poignant such an awesome story about. Doing, doing what you feel is right. Not going with the group mind. Um, not doing something just because there were a bunch of voices barking at you or trying to make you feel guilty for not doing something. Uh, and we can already we already know what happens with the mob mentality. So we already, you know, we've seen, we, we know what happens there. And... Hi, little Marky. Hi, little dude. And in this story, I think it was John Steinbeck, I don't know, I'm misquoting it. But the story was, he was there, and there was an elephant. And for whatever reason, someone gave him the gun, or he had a gun, and this whole like village, basically, was around him chanting, kill the elephant, kill the elephant, kill the elephant. And it was such a wonderful story in the thought process that that went on in his brain as he's going. If I shoot this elephant, is it something that I want to be doing or is it something that I'm doing because of the, you know, excitement or that all these other people want me to do it or. Like. What would the point be? So he didn't he did not end up shooting the elephant um, to the dismay of everyone. But it was such a it's a, it's such an interesting thing when you when you imagine all the ways in which there can be like if you switch the opposite of that where it's good vibes, good things happening. Um, like right now, if we had people sitting, you know, just sitting on the sidewalks, unitedly just meditating for harmony meditating upon the connections between us I recently got an email from Screen Actors Guild and they said uh, join us for the what was it anti-racism you know join us for the anti-racism conversation I said well I would join you guys. I replied, I said, I would join this conversation if it was a for unity conversation. If it was a pro connection conversation. Then people are looking in their minds. They're going there with the intention of going, let's find the connections between everyone. Let's transcend, let's transcend, let's just hit the reset button right now, this this time of what's going on, many are calling it the Great Reset. December 21st, 2021 was the the opening of that, and uh, ushered in the age of Aquarius. So things are going to look topsy-turvy. This is a time to stick to becoming the best version of yourself. Tuning into becoming the best version of yourself. Yes, everyone's had traumas. A lot of folks don't even talk about them. A lot of those folks are not even going out and getting diagnosed. Some people are begging to get diagnosed for, you know, I've never been diagnosed for ADHD, but I but I I need to be. I, I need to be diagnosed. Well, Why? Why? What's the motivation? To tell people about it? Or is it... What? What then? Once we learn that, what then? Oh... I uh, that a shot of fireball. That's what I bought. That's what I bought at the, at the uh, liquor store. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. But I said, you know, if it's pro connections. So let's hit the reset button. Instead of, you know, it's finding out what do we favor? What do we value? What's more important to me? What do I value more? that I identify as an ADHD person, or that I grew up I had a very tough life having autism, and everybody has to hear my story. Um, or, or whatever, any number of those things, any of those things. You know, I was di- I was diagnosed with diabetes at a very young age and you know, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. And that's the story that's constantly being told. And then that's the hamster. And then how do you get past that? But the thing is, how do we get past that? How do we reveal the best version of ourselves? I don't think any of us really want to have anyone pity us. I mean, I don't. I don't want anyone pitying me. And that's just just a manipulative leverage, I would say. Like, okay, we got to give that guy slack. Why? That guy just... You know, broke into my car, let out all the air in the tires, you know, stole my family heirloom. You know, why? Why do I got to give that guy slack? Well, you know, he was diagnosed with this thing. So, you know, we we really, well, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So he was diagnosed with that. He's aware of it. So is he trying to change or is he just using that as his crutch to Always lean on so he can get away with doing stuff. So, how do we find the connections? The best news source is source. Connecting, connecting. So, if SAG said this is a pro connections, pro unity, pro. Um, cooperation effort find find you know find the commonalities every commonality is a yes I just look at the commonalities between yes no light dark light is on light is off yes Yes, movement. Yes, movement. Yes, yes, yes. All right, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Open, free, no. No is shackles. Light. Ooh, I can see what's going on. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, cool, cool, cool. More people light up. More stuff is revealed. Dark. Oh, I fear the unknown. I don't know what's in that shadow over there. Oh, could be something horrible. Uh, competition versus... Collaboration. Cooperation. I heard a great one from Esther Hicks the other day. Regurgitation. Do you regurgitate? Are you a regurgitator or are you a creator? Do you create your life? Or do you find yourself regurgitating um, old experiences? always, Always regurgitating the old experiences. I had a friend who um, would always listen to the same playlist. Same playlist. And my friend would always tell me the same stories. And that playlist was created, interestingly enough, when you see the parallels between it, the playlist was created back during the time... The uh, back during the times that all of these stories took place, so that playlist was constantly constant reminder. You know how you know how powerful music is, just like smells. They're time machines. They take you back to that time. That's why so many people love the yacht rock music. It brings them back to simpler times. Brings them back to the oh yeah party times. Ooh, feel good music. Ooh, another one. Ah. I remember this at my prom. We were dancing. Ah, oh, you know. I remember this when I got my first car and I would just blast this song. Oh, man, yeah. So we know how powerful music is. And so my friend would just play the same playlist over and over and I'd hear the same stories. And the stories were, in most cases, low vibration. That was the reservoir of information that my friend was continually going back to, to feed from, regurgitate from. I just ate this food, Bleah. let me vomit it up, okay, eat it up again. And I was, I had a tricky time wrapping my brain around that. And so, I would find myself guiding the conversations towards Okay, well, here we are now. Good news is, here we are now. Those people who did you wrong way back then, they're nowhere in our vicinity. Um, let's say, for instance, oh, you, can't, you, you, you claim that you can't draw, or you used to like to draw, until that teacher said that horrible thing to you, and then you stopped drawing. And Well, where's that teacher now? Why does their opinion matter to you so much? You are the magician. You are the creator of your life. You define it. You define it. Sit in the driver's seat. You are now becoming the authority figure. Allow yourself, give yourself permission to be the authority figure of how things are going to evolve in your life. And I realize sometimes when I say this stuff, it sounds harsh because I'm so frustrated. I'm going, oh. You know when you see something and you just see this great glorious thing, And you're going, oh my gosh, yes, 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 I know that stuff's going on in the gutter. Yes, 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 I know. I know that's affecting the psychology in a certain way. Yes, yes, yes. Do you want to keep looking in the gutter? No. Okay, cool. Look at this beautiful sunset. Yeah, but what about this thing in the gutter? You know, this thing that happened 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, back when I was five, six, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. I think we've talked about that ad nauseum. Look at this sunrise. Look at this beautiful. Look at this. Oh, oh. Let's, let's sit here in the presence. In the, let's, let's, let's have this presence as a present. Let's give ourselves the present of the presence of this moment right now that's happening, that's unfolding before our very eyes. This is the most important thing that's happening right now in our life. Let's let's cherish this. This this is giving us a gift. This is giving us a gift and saying, "Let's make a new memory." Let's let's put that in the database. Let's 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 file that away in the archives for a future thing to look back on. Imagine, just imagine how fun would that be if all of our memories were amazing, just like the most enjoyable memories, the most enjoyable memories, because we chose in that moment to honor our future self. We chose in that moment to go, I'm going to choose to look at this. I'm going to file this away. This is how I'm going to view this conversation. This is how I'm going to view this moment. I'm going to file this away, give it to my future self. Now they can look back on it in fondness and go, whoa, I did it my way. No one else, no one else haunted me into doing it their way. No one else peer pressured me into doing it their way. I did it my way. I did it the way that I wanted to. The way that appealed to me, I followed my gut, I followed my heart, my instinct, my intuition. I tuned in. Intuition. Intuition. Interesting. Wow. Intuition. Tuition. We always hear about that word, don't we? tuition oh i gotta pay my tuition for what college what's at college learning what's the best kind of learning in inner more later it's Prado's it's man what's uh, how's it going with your synthesizer that you bought you been making any music with it or connecting it to your computer what's it like Thank you, man, behind the machine for asking me about that. You know, it's so interesting. For the past, it was probably for the past four or five days, I was just feeling the itch. I'm like, I have got to really, just really buckle down. I've, I've you know, I've really been diving into TikToks like, like a madman. And, and you don't realize how much time that takes up. Because I like to comment. I like to like what people are saying. I like to reply to what they're saying. Maybe I'll go to their page and then as a, as a, um, as a, uh, what do you call it? In, in return, you know, as a favor, I return the favor. I like their thing or I'll comment. And it's a, it's a high five. uh, Reciprocation. And so it's, it, you know, that it's crazy how much time can pass with something like that. Um as a result of that I really haven't been going on my face Facebook too often or every once in a while I'll go on my Instagram and I'll see all these messages. Anyway, I go, okay, I am gonna buckle down, I'm gonna do this. And then it's interesting because as I would sit down to plug it in, I would get phone calls and um or something would happen and I have to help someone out. Um I'm also still editing a lot of the Q&As, there's there's, um, maybe, maybe about 10 left now. So I'm still editing those, putting those together. And so two days ago, I go, okay, I got to learn this because it was so intimidating. I'm trying to figure out what driver, you know, I, I don't know the names of my drivers on my computer. It was like, you know, they tell you it's plug and play. And I, I, you know, you trust that. You trust that when it says that. Plug and play. Um, But it was like, plug it in and then figure out how all these things work. Um, There's the, what was it called? Analog lab. Something called analog lab. And then there's the arteria. I like to call it Arcturia, but it's Arturia MK Two Mini Lab. So that's that's the keyboard itself. Uh, then there's Ableton software, and then you got to and then just all like all these little things, all these little things, making sure that the software is up to date within the mini uh, within the synthesizer, and then and then what is there? There's like some kind of a whole separate thing, a mini uh, mini control control center thing, I Make sure that is up to date, and then Ableton Live Light, Ableton Live Light, uh, 10, I think it is, um, and figuring that out, and so there are all these little things, all these little things, okay, what port is this gonna go in, okay, and then I gotta figure out what DAW is, and if <laughs> all these, there are all these little things, that were new things that had to do with this thing. And so, um, I'm, 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 I'm figuring out that software. I made a fun little beat. I did a great, a fun melody. I like the melody. Um, and so I think I just need to see more tutorials. There's a help section within Ableton where it'll kind of help you out with stuff. And and it was just like, "Oh my gosh. Oh man. I'm not a technological person." I I I learned how to edit. Let's see. I don't want I don't want to make that statement out loud. I'm technological in certain ways. Learning technology um typically makes me feel like I'm painting myself into, into a corner. And I, 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 I I am so used to just doing the bass, you know, type. Like, I, I want to just plug and play. I want to be able to do it. Just simple. Um, so I'm, I, you know, I'm learning it. I'm learning it. And I'm, Enjoying my learning experience. I I'm enjoying it. And before I know it, I'll have some really fun synthesizer stuff and I'm I'm gonna continue to learn. I'm I've I've looked up YouTube tutorials. It's interesting because you know, as they say, uh what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. Uh and so that's something that I gotta figure out. Um <laughs> Oliver is cleaning himself. Uh so it breathed, it breeds invention so it's like I almost feel like I I like no matter what as thorough as some of these programs are um you find yourself going oh I really you know I'm such a I I I, I need to learn this aspect. I need to learn that aspect. And so I'm learning that through other YouTube tutorials. Um I'm figuring that stuff out. And you know what? Before we know it, I will be putting those songs right here into the podcast. And um what kind of what kind of stuff do you do you, um what kind of what kind of synthesizers, what kind of what kind of programs do you use? Do you use Ableton? Do you use Logic? Do you use... Um, what do you use out there? There's so many different programs. So many different things to, to use. And um, I'd love to hear what, what you do. I love your synthesizer stuff. You make great tunes. Thank you for asking and uh, just keep me in your thoughts keep me in your vibes just send out send out the vibes Kurt will master this sooner than later and you know it's interesting because then when you're finding yourself learning a new thing you're going oh what about those other projects though what about those whole other things that I have going on what about all those screenplay ideas that I need to that I Want, you know, that I've got written down that I want to write? What about, you know, uh-oh, I still got all those kapow Q&As. And, you know, it's so interesting. I find myself distracting myself with other creative endeavors. So it's funny because when there are those things that seem like, ba bum ba these big, like, just like, okay, in order for me to do the simple thing, I got to learn all these other things. It's like a game of Zelda. I usually compare things to Game of Zelda when I, when I, when I, when I'm talking about like something simple that I want to do, but then there's all these other things that are involved. Um, <laughs> uh, like, like uh, it's like uh, so I find myself distracting myself with creating other things but it's funny because there's always still progress being made even though there's procrast being made in these other areas there is progress being made in these other areas and so it's just a it a, a fun it just a a fun crazy juggling game of creating creating <laughs> it's so uh so, it's so interesting. So interesting how it works, huh? Oh man. One of the things I'm excited about, um, I just have this fun balcony out here and, but I just had, I mean, I've got all these painting supplies that are just stacked up canvases, just stacked up out there. I had a lot of stuff, just a lot of stuff. And so my sister and I, went through um i just had all these clothes that are out there my my clothing rack fell over buckled under the weight of all these clothes i couldn't bring myself to um definitely could not bring myself to throwing out clothes uh and i i wanted to donate these things but i wanted to wash them first oh it's just a long story but they're all out there on the balcony and so my sister and i we were like okay mom's coming to town let's clear up that balcony make it look presentable have fun and as we're doing it just having a partner in crime having someone else uh, there it just feels so good and it's it's a subliminal it's a subconscious thing you know our, our our environment is definitely a reflection of our our state of mind and the more the more our environment becomes um uh convoluted and crazy the more our own mind becomes convoluted and crazy so yeah it just felt so good so good to uh to go out and wash those clothes we went up to the um this thrift store dropped all those off all these old dvds oh they felt like such a relief oh it feels so good it's like ooh, ooh, now i gotta clean my room it's just but there's more out there on the balcony just got clear. Clear that out, clear that out, clear that out. And, uh, and then you don't have that subliminal weight that's just like, back there. Procrastination monster. It's like, Rrr. So that felt so good to get, get rid of that. And thank you again for asking another question that just unlocked a whole, a whole inventory, a whole inventory an, infa- an infantry of inventory. <laughs> an infantry of inventory. Thank you, man behind the machine. Everybody, please check out his podcast. It's it's top of the pops. Hey, Brado. what do you think about AMC pulling all their videos and putting them on HBO Max? They're taking them out of theaters and putting them on that service what do you think about amc uh, is is this the demise of the movie theaters or what or hollywood thank you for another great question man behind the machine um hmm. gosh you know that's that's such an interesting thing there is there's such a a great um Vibe that happens when you share watching a movie with a group of other people, you all kind of get into that same mind zone and can, um, f- for those who can suspend their disbelief, you know, everybody gets to dream together with that. Um, hmm. I don't know. You know, it's so interesting. When we did Kapow, we used Lemley, and they apparently they had a hard time moving along because um, they would charge they would they would charge us to rent the theater more and more each year. Like it felt like a thousand dollars more each year. In fact, for two thousand nineteen, the very last week before you know we had a certain agreement, and then about a, a week or two. Before we were about to have the the film festival, they raised the price to, they raised it another thousand. So this year, when we did our film festival for 2000, or at the beginning of 2001, I guess, um, it was all online. It was on Filmocracy. So... I liked that. We didn't have to pay that $10,000 in rent for that week. I think we paid a base amount of $1,000. And um, it was all online. It was 10 days, 24 hours a day. We had, you know, rather than having um, cert- certain, a certain amount of time allotted each day at a theater where I think it was on the weekdays... Um, The theater would open at 1. And then I think the last movie that we could show was like at 11 p.m. or something. And then we'd have to account for at least a half an hour in between each block of movies, whether it was a feature film or whether it was a block of movies. Sometimes it was an hour and a half block or two hour block. Um, We'd have to factor in a, a half an hour where you know, for Q&As and for the theater folks to come in and clean it. And uh, I like to have my my Q&As would usually run long. I'd like to have at least 20 minutes, you know, really to dive into these. um, Because filmmakers are spending X amount of dollars to enter their film. Sometimes a late fee could get as high as... Some festival's like 85 bucks. And that's, you know, that's... People are paying that with the hopes that they're going to get accepted to a film festival. They don't know for sure. And they don't know what time their screening is going to be or anything. That's just a hope that they're going to get accepted. A hope that they'll be seen. A hope that maybe there'll be a distributor in the audience who sees it and goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to I wanna put that out. Um, so I'm I'm kind of viewing this thing from a different perspective. I haven't been to a movie theater in a long time. So I'm speaking purely from my, my own selfish perspectives here. Um, what is that? What is it? Um, how does that phrase go? When a door closes, another one opens. <clears throat> or the idea of water. Water always finds a way to flow where it's got to flow. So wherever there are going to be... Um, places where it looks like walls or you know like oh we can't do this there's always something that opens up and oh god it's it's tricky to tell every everybody these days they want to have their own streaming services and and just put them on there i have a fire stick and i use an app called cinema i think it's called cinema and uh i just i just search for whatever movie or tv show and that that uh that gives me basically everything i'm looking for except for rare sometimes there are rare cases where i can only see that thing on netflix um But I, you know, I I pretty much watch media that I follow my heart. Something, if if there's a trailer that comes across my way, you know, if I happen to be on Twitter or something, or there's some Instagram ad or something that goes, oh yeah, you know, check out this movie. Then I'll, you know, then I'll check it out if it resonates with me. Um... So, I don't know. I hope that answers your question. I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's going to be the demise of movie theaters? I you think we're going to start seeing movie theaters close? Well, I mean, especially not, now we're starting to see more of them open them up, opening it up. So, we'll see. Some people don't mind taking the family out and spending 200 bucks that night um, for their, you know, family of five. Popcorn, all the candy, all the, you know, for that seat with the kids. Um a two hundred dollars uh I could think of other ways to stretch that and have an, a really epic day, but some you know some pe- i some some i cannot diminish what that vibe is for folks who who just they have a a special place in their heart for the theater. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Hi, this is Steve Peters, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto.